Kingdom greetings and kingdom blessings to you. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement International's Where There Is Life, Love, Joy, Peace, and Harmony. Today, I came on this terrific Tuesday to talk about some terrific things that it may help you along the way. Uh-huh. Along your journey of healing, of being restored and being renewed. Yes, we're going to talk about that old spirit of pride. Uh-huh. That spirit of pride will cause you to, to be delayed, denied. It will cause you to lose some things. It will cause you to lose good people because your spirit of pride. But let, most of all, let's just bag that train all the way up. What does God say about pride? <laughs> Mark 7, 20 and 23. And he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him or her. Uh Uh-huh. It said him. For from within, out of the heart, a man speak. It comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride. Ooh, last but not least, foolishness. Have you ever been around someone and that's all they talk about is foolishness? That's all the time. They spend all their time in foolishness and operating in the spirit of pride and envy and holding grudges. All those being deceitful, being wicked, coveting someone else's things and wanting what everybody else have. And, and you know, uh, the thinking that, oh, yeah, if they got that. I deserve that. Have you ever been around people like that? Well, I have. Okay, and I also saw myself in a few of those things like foolishness, pride, and uh uh-huh, just a little bit of uh, being deceitful and being wicked. Uh Uh-huh, even though we can say right now we live in a holy life and we loving God and and we live in a peaceful life. You know, when I first started out, I say love, joy, peace, and harmony. I couldn't say that years ago because it was a time where pride stood up in me so strong because I was holding on to some old things, some old childhood scars some old uh, um, abuse that I had encountered throughout the years and some neglect, uh-huh, some uh, some betrayal. And so I started holding on to a whole lot of things, uh, hurt, being hurt in the ministries and different things. Oh, man, I was holding on to all kind of pride. And I would say things and have my nose and head up in the air as if I was right. And I was wrong in two left shoes because two rights, to, two wrongs don't make a right. Okay, so when you're saying things and you you all in error and you don't apologize for it and you keep it moving like you good, you're operating in the spirit of pride. Pride comes first, then comes a great fall. You know, it was times where I would say things out of anger and it used to be in the past. I'm not talking about now. See, we talk about now since we all grown up and, you know, God is blessing us and we're walking all strong and, you know, we don't do these things no more. You know, I don't drink and I don't do this. I don't party. I don't do this no more. So now we have the audacity now point our fingers at everybody else and say, hey, you're operating in the spirit of pride. Your pride might not have been mine. Okay. But back then, my pride was. When God told me to do one thing and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that because I'm not waiting on this person. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. And pride almost cost me my life. God told me to wait. I said, I'm not waiting. 
Pride had me to stand up flat footed and say, I'm not waiting. And we're not going to go into details on what is she talking about? But pride made me move forward and do some things that I ended up regretting later. Pride made me react in things that I should have just kept my mouth closed and said, you know what, I'm going to let you have that. But pride used to cause me to say things that was very ugly. Pride caused me to retaliate and 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 fight and do get you know do crazy things that that almost cost me my life. Pride. We're talking about pride. And some of you you are connected with people they keep hurting you over and over and over and over again. And when you bring it to them, they have the audacity to 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 stiff up their neck and have their 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 shoulders broader and sitting up straight like as if they write and they won't tell you hey I'm sorry and mean it and they walk around hurting people they say hurt people hurt people not all the time because it was a time when I was hurting and I made a, a declaration that that person didn't don't deserve that I'm not going to take it out on this person for what that person done to me I'm going to give this person an opportunity Now, if they blow that opportunity, that's on them. So my philosophy now is that you hang yourself, you hung. But we got to get to the point where we kill that spirit of pride because the spirit of pride is killing a lot of relationships. It's killing a lot of relationships, friendships, where people are, are not quick to say, I'm sorry, I was in error. Because maybe you've been used to walking in in pride for so long to where when you do a certain thing you feel good about it you feel good to do people wrong you feel good to go from uh, relationship to relationship friendship to friendship ministry to ministry and make a mess and then stand up with that spirit of pride and not make that thing right the spirit of pride will make you say things that's very ugly and tacky and you think you're right when you're wrong it was a time where I used, I told you all when I had dealt with um, abuse in my past and when I finally got a chance to, you know, to say, okay, I'm not going to surrender my heart or my time to one person no more. You know, they just, you know, I'm just going to date. And, and if it's one person that I like, he, he, is going to know everybody that I date and ain't nobody going to be special in my life. You know, uh, they said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use they said. <laughs> they call it being a playgirl, okay? Playgirl almost cost me my life. I had a man that laid in, the, in, the, in his vehicle one day and he laid out there, he had a meat cleaver in his hand. And had I not spotted his car, that man could have cut me every which way but loose. <laughs> and I... <laughs> And I go to his car and at that time, you know, I was a person that I've always carried weapons with me, you know, and I knocked on his window with, with my weapon and I told him, you better move and you better move fast before your, your, your parents, you know, be going to your funeral today, not tomorrow, but today, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold not one bullet back. Don't you ever park in front of my house as if you are a threat to my life because I will take your life. And that was the old Ronda. And so this same person, I'm getting ready to go to work the next very next day. And back then, anybody know anything about, about the bus, riding the bus? 
I was getting ready to ride the bus and I was walking around. I used to always wear my little heels and I was getting ready to walk to the to the bus station. And as I was beginning to walk to the bus station, I was getting ready to cross the street and I saw a car that was coming real fast, faster than the rest of the cars. And I'm like, okay, should I, let me just go ahead and run. So I'm running. The, the more I was running, the quicker, the faster that car was coming. It was that same person. And I, my heel got stuck in the mud and I got out that shoe and I jumped over that, over that, uh, curb. And I looked back, it was that person. And he, he was, he was a person that I'm going to say that God had his hands on him and me too. Cause had I found him, he wouldn't have been there. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have lived to see it again. And, and I was really angry, but I was in error because I play games. I played games. I knew I wasn't serious, but at the same time, I told the person, I'm not serious about nobody. I was operating in pride at that time. Like, I'm not serious about nobody. You you get in where you fit in. Now, if you're thinking you're going to come in and change my mind for me to settle down, I'm not doing that. And at first he said, I'm good with that. Okay. Everybody that said they good with certain things in your life, they ain't always good with it. And you got to be careful with that. That's why you got to be careful with operating in pride and doing the things that you're doing and you in error and you calling yourself right. You think you're right. You think you're right about having multiple relationships. You think you're right to have more than one mate. You let be honest with a person. Let them decide if they want to be with you or not. Now, you got some that will lie and say, I hang in there hoping that you change your mind from being who you are. But you still got to be that person to be honest. And at that time, I was honest. And that person wasn't. And he thought that maybe if I treat her good, that'll change her mind. But I was operating in pride. I wasn't trying to hear that. I wasn't trying to hear. I don't care about you giving me money. I don't care about you whining and dining me because I was operating in pride. You know, I'm not finna sell. I'm not selling down with nobody because they just, the, the men didn't know how to act. They didn't know how to receive a good woman. They didn't know how to respect a good woman. So at that point in, in my life, I'm like, you get in where you fit in. And don't cross me because I'm not afraid of anybody. That was my mindset. I was operating in pride and envy. Uh-huh. But one thing I wasn't, I was never a person that told lies and was deceitful. What you saw was what you get. Just like now that I live a Christian life and I live in the, in, in the I live in my truth. What is my truth? I live a holy life and I treat you good. And that that I give you, I want, I, I want that back and I expect that back. Uh huh. So the same way then I lived in my truth then. And I used to tell people, you ain't Jesus Christ. You didn't die on the cross for my sins. I don't have to hide from you. I can't hide from him. So why would I hide from you? And that was my, that was my philosophy back then. I'm not hiding from you. I ain't, I'm not even hiding from God. I lived foolishly. I was operating in the spirit of pride so strong. And I didn't care what you thought of me. My mom used to say, girl, you foolish. You walking around here in broad daylight, packing guns in broad daylight. Then you walking around here calling yourself a playgirl. Somebody going to end up doing something to you. Okay, let them do it. That was pride talking. Okay, let it happen. Whatever happened, you know, if I get out and, and, you know, I get into a shootout with somebody and they give me, it's my time. That was pride talking. You see what I'm saying? But it's something about waking up. And you get a chance that you look over your life and you see all the foolish moves that you made in your past that God could allow the enemy to take me out. 
Just like he couldn't allow the enemy to take you out. All the times you was you were switching beds like you were switching underwear. You was going from man to man, from woman to woman. And most of the time you wasn't even using protection. God kept you. And I always tell people, I was a playgirl, but I wasn't sleeping with everybody that uh, that I was talking to. Because my conversation was very smooth. Yeah, my conversation was just like that. That's why when I ride around and, and me and see me, they would never be able to say, I had her, I had her. No, they'll say, she had me. She had my wallet. She had, the, that's how I had it. And pride had me to think that I was right. I was wrong. Only because I had suffered from so much abuse and so much betrayal by the men that said that they loved me. And then it took one man to step in my life during that time that I was playing. And... He was in the military and I had all these guys at my house. All these guys was at my house. They was playing dominoes with each other. And I was talking to all four of them. I had them there. They was playing dominoes. And then the guy that I really um, was liking during that time and we kind of grew on each other. Cause we, you know, we, we started out just kind of joking and playing with each other. Cause you know, his, his brother was dating at that time they were dating. He was dating my niece and, um, we didn't, we wasn't really, I wasn't, we wasn't really attracted to each other at that time. And we started to play around and, you know, and start liking each other and things like that. And things happen, you see. And he's, he's, he was, it still is. He was a very attractive man, very attractive military man, very smart, very intelligent. Okay. And so when I started seeing that he wasn't going to take that, he wasn't going to go for that. When he walked up those stairs and he saw those people coming in and out of my house, I had some women there too. They had, they mates there with them. He got to the middle stair and he said, I'm going home. I'm not going to deal with this. He said, you're going to have to, you're going to have to do some changing. I'm not going to deal with this. And that, that pierced my heart. Now to all them, to all that time that I was playing around, I'm talking about for, for a few years that I was playing around and doing whatever I wanted to do. For some reason, when he said that it got to my heart because I really liked him. And I said, oh, I can't do this with him. So i made everybody go home that night. I sent everybody, I made everybody go home, everybody. And I went to where he was and I apologized. And I, and then I never told him the reason why I was doing what I was doing. I don't even know if he ever knew, uh, you know, but that was the only person that changed my mind about living the life that I was living. Okay. And after that, we ended up together and we got married. Okay. Things happened. But I never went back to that life of me being this person to where I'm hurting other people because of somebody hurt me. You see? And sometimes we, we, we get to the point where we don't care and we operate in the spirit of pride and we think we're right. But you're wrong. Should nobody have to pay for somebody else's mistake? And if you're that person and you're hurting people, even if you're going from ministry to ministry and you're keeping up confusion... Or if you're going from relation to relationship to relationship and you're lying and manipulating, manipulating your way into a relationship just to get a person. And then you turn back to being a, 
uh, Mr. Hyde. But, you know, you was different when they met you. So now you somebody else. You the real person now. But at first you came in with a facade on. You came in looking different. It's just like you got some men, they talk about women. And they'll say, when you took all that makeup off and you took all this off and took all that off, now where are you at? And, and that's the way some men are. Not all, but some. They put on all that facade. You be like, now, where are you? Where the person that 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 took that picture? They had a little joke on, uh, I think it was TikTok, where this, this guy said, now, now y'all should be sued. Some of you women need to be sued because you sent me up this picture right here. But when when you woke, when I woke up uh, beside you the next morning, this is the real you. And everybody was laughing. But to tell you the truth, that's how that's how it is with a lot of people in relationships and friendships. You start out pretending to be something. Okay? And just to get what you want. And that's not fair to the other person. It's just like, and I'm going to go here. And I tell people all the time, if you're confusing your sexuality, you let a person decide if they want to deal with that or not to, to, to see you get healed. Don't you jump into a relationship knowing you're dealing with your sexuality. And then you you marry that woman or you marry that man knowing that you're battling with your, with, with your sexuality. Because that's how people end up dead. Just be honest. That, and that first time a person to say, well, why would a person tell you if they're battling with their sexuality? If you love a person, I feel like you're telling the truth. Everybody is not like myself. I know that. But I do have, it's a whole lot of people that is, that will be honest. You know, I dated one guy. He was just flat out honest. He said, yeah, I messed up. Even while we was together, I messed up. Yeah, I did that. I, I did. I'm going to own that. I was in error right there. You know, um, this is who I am. I'm not ready to settle down. But we can date. We never know what may happen. He didn't come in just saying, well, uh, I'm serious. I'm tired. I've been through this and been through that. Da, 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 da. He didn't come in like that. That's why he and I remained so close and gotten so close and we got so attached because of his honesty. I respect a person that's honest than a person that's a liar. And you should too. Never ever allow yourself to uh, manipulate your way into anything, not even to a job. That's why a lot of people, when they get on jobs and they lie their way in, they end up having to leave because they found out your resume was fake. You haven't did half the things that you had on this resume. You lied. When you got here, you couldn't do half the stuff that you said you could do. You said you was a makeup artist. You got me looking like a bozo the clown. You said you was a makeup artist? Or you got somebody looking like Homie the Clown? So if you saying that you are, that's, that you, we don't realize how much pain and, and agony that we bring on people and how much we bring people pain, we bring people pain out of operating in that spirit. And it's a spirit of pride. And you stand up with your head up like you, like you are right when you do these things. And if they confront you, you have the audacity to say, I ain't like every other woman. I'm not like every other man. No, you're worse. Because you came in, you came in lying. So when you start out lying, you have to carry that lie all the way out. 
you're going to carry it all the way to your grave because that's who you are. You're full of deceit. And you see, as it's, as the, as it's said, as it's stated, that a person that operates in deceit, that's part of pride. That's part of pride. Mark 7, 20 and 23. Go back and read it. You're operating in pride. So when you're operating in pride, ask yourself, when you're saying that you're this, you're this amazing person, you're this good person, and people that can't see in the spirit, they don't see you. They see the fake you. Because you're good at what you do. It's like some thieves. Some thieves are good at what they do. That's why some of them have never been caught. Some of them have never been caught. Don't get me wrong. It's going to catch up with them in the end. Because I always tell people, you're going to reap what you sow. It may take you some time. You may reap it in your health. You may reap it in your wealth. You may reap it through one of your family members or some one of your children or your grandchildren. But you're going to reap what you sow. What goes around comes around. You didn't get away with doing wrong. So why not stop now and say, hey, I've been doing this all my life. I've been deceitful all my life. I've been operating in pride all my life. I've been hurting people and walking around and and then I say I'm sorry and I do the same thing again. And then I get mad because they pointed out to me. You operating in pride. I didn't. So what? Well, leave. (laughs) That's you operating in spirit of pride. I don't care. I don't care what people think about me. Didn't I tell you I was like that? And, and back in the days, I didn't care. My mom used to say, girl, you foolish. I'm like, I know. I was pride talking. You know? And so when you, when you meet up with righteousness and when you start, when you get a glimpse of righteousness and when you start getting introduced to things and people that, that really love you for real and to tell you the truth for real and they show you certain things, you either going to change or you're going to keep operating in deceitfulness and in pride. But that's a choice. It's just like I said, that was a choice for me to either say, okay, go on, go back downstairs. Or I could have kept operating in my pride and say, no, I'm going to keep all four of these and let them continue to do what they need to do. Because after all, one of them in there hurt me anyway. So I want him to feel it. You see? I'm thinking I'm punishing one of those that's in there. Because one of the guys that was in there was the one was one of the ones that that betrayed me. So I want him to feel it. I could have kept that prideful way and say, "No, nah, you go ahead," because I'm gonna let everybody in here feel it with this person right here. Even though it was hurting him that I was doing that, he he refused to get up and leave because he knew he was the reason why that he was amongst the, all uh, the other three men. <laughs> But I was operating in pride. Like, yeah, you're going to feel it. You made me feel it. I'm going to let you feel it. But the difference between me and you, I ain't going to hide it. I'm going to bring it right in front of you. It ain't nothing you can do about it. Pride had me saying and doing things that was very ungodly and very ugly. Well, during that time, I wasn't living a godly life. So pride, yeah, that I could have wore that as a shirt. Because that's what I operated in. Lying and being deceitful? Nah. That wasn't a part of me. Uh Uh-uh. You would always hate me for being truthful. But being, telling a lie? No, you ain't gonna, you're not gonna ever say that girl was a big liar. Oh, no. Uh Uh-uh. Now, 
to save somebody's life at one at one point when I had gotten into some big trouble and I was, you know, to save another person's life. Oh, yeah. I lied for them to, to keep them from, you know, serving what they should have served. But at that time, then I've had people that um, in my past that I lied for and I and I bit that bullet. So, yeah. I've lied for people, but actually you asking me a question about me and I'm going to lie? No, I'm not. And you always get mad at me for the truth, but you won't get mad at me for being deceitful and telling a lie. And now operating in pride, now that I now that I know truth and been knowing it for quite some time, I operate in integrity, in humility. And I I treat people the way I desire to be treated, as you should. So when you're operating in pride, think about all these things. So when you start speaking highly of yourself, and if you operate in any of those things, you need to go back and, and repent and ask God to help you to be a better person and start walking in it. Don't just wait on God to do everything. You do your part and say, hey, let me stop doing this. Because this is pride. Let me stop saying things to people and doing things to people and not apologizing. If you did it publicly, you should apologize apologize publicly. And I'm not talking about Apollo lie. I'm saying apologize publicly and don't do it again. If you embarrass somebody operating in pride, you should you should go back and, and get that thing right. And I'm not talking about because when you say sorry and, and you really mean that and you don't go back to do it and that person still don't forgive you, that's not a life sentence when you when you do something to somebody. If they still haven't forgiven you, that's not on you. But don't you keep doing the same thing and then operate in pride with your neck up and your shoulders broaded like you right. The spirit of pride have killed a lot of friendships and relationships, even ministries. People do wrong in ministry. It was a time when I failed in ministry when I first got started in 2007. and 2009, I made huge mistakes. I told the tribe, hey, I repent. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this this way. I was wrong. I was in error. But see, when you operate in pride, you will keep moving. And you won't even be honest and say you was wrong. Because the Bible says itself that a just man falleth seven times. But he get back up. But a prideful man, a prideful woman, they'll keep doing wrong. And they'll make you feel like you're in error. They'll keep doing wrong. They'll keep saying things wrong. They'll keep being manipulative. And they'll make you feel like you're the problem. Those people are operating in pride. When you find a person that's that's a gaslighter and that's a narcissist, they will make you feel like you're in error because they used to operating in pride. But can I tell you? Their time is coming if they don't repent and change their life. If you know that is you and you know that you've been that narcissist, you know you got that old narcissistic spirit, that old that old spirit of deceit, and you know that you've been manipulating, that you do that you've been doing things in a deceiving way, you go back and read the scripture that I gave you and see what spirit you really operate in. And if you really want to change, You're going to make the necessary changes. You ain't got to wait on God. Some things God is waiting on you to do. It's time to come out of pride. It's time to repent and say, Father, I'm sorry. I've been operating in the spirit of pride all these years, not even knowing it. 
I've been operating in pride. You got some people, they don't even want nobody else to know that they, they walking in pride, that they still have a thing for you and they still want to be around you. You know, I know because I used to be that person. And they, they'll make people think, well, I can't I can't stand them. I don't deal with them. That's pride. I don't, I don't want to have no dealings with them. That's pride because they feel in another way. That's their pride standing up. After pride comes a fall. And if that's you, God, forgive me. Help me to be a better person. I don't want to keep operating in the spirit of pride and deceit, slander. I don't want to keep operating in those spirits. Uh-huh. Foolishness, wickedness, coveting, trying to cover someone else's things. You got I had a, a, a woman that was speaking real foolish. Like she she was so wanting to be married so much into where she would get around men and talk bad about other women in front of the man uh, uh, to make herself look good because she was coveting. She wanted what she saw in other people. And that's the spirit of covetedness. God help me with this spirit, with this thieving spirit that I feel like I have to steal and lie my way to get what I want instead of being honest with people. Father, forgive me for being that murderer with my mouth. I didn't do it with my hands, but I did it with my mouth. I lied on this person. I lied to get my way. I caused the the lives of somebody. Father, forgive me. Forgive me, Father, for committing such crimes. Forgive me, God. I want to do better. Help me to do better. Whatever I need to do, God, teach me, lead me, and guide me in your perfect will and in your perfect way. Don't let me operate in ignorance any longer. Don't let me walk around in pride any longer, Father. But teach me how to walk in integrity and operate in humility, God. Teach me to have your attributes, God. And help me along the way. Help me, Father. And if you know that that's you, keep praying those prayers and do something about it. Don't just don't just keep talking about it. Be about it. Do what you're called to do. You are you are an, an amazing person, but the enemy have lied to you. He have deceived you. Some things you've encountered in your past that have literally caused you to to be that person that you are. It's time for you to rid yourself of that little boy that was once touched. And you, 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 are, you are afraid to talk about it because you're afraid you're going to be judged. You, you was touched. And then you turn around and you touched on somebody. Same way with you, woman. You've been, you've been violated in ways and it caused you to violate somebody else. God is, is healing you from that. You got to forgive yourself. And you got to forgive the ones that did it to you. And you got to keep it moving. Because pride is hurting you. Pride is causing you to neglect even yourself. Pride is causing you to hurt other people that really have your best interests at heart. Pride is destroying you. But God wants to deliver you. God wants to heal you. And if you know that is you, I'm asking you, with everything in me, please make a change today. Again, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals, coming with love, life, joy, peace, and harmony, as God would like for us to have, would love for us to have.
God bless you. Until next time.